Good evening and welcome to Paranormal or What podcast with me, your host, Michaela Ford. How have you been going, my paranormal peeps? Hope you had a great Christmas time and are having a happy and prestigious New Year. So, I've got a really good surprise for you, although I did hint at it on my Facebook account. I have a very interesting guest, a guest that you would not hear every day of the week. He is a Russian paranormal investigator. He's from Moscow and his name is George. And he sat down with me over the last few weeks and talked to me about paranormal investigating in Russia. So, it was quite a long interview. I've decided to split it up into three quite long episodes. So, today is part one of George, the poltergeist investigator. And over the next couple of weeks, there will be two more episodes. So, snuggle down, get under your blanket, get your tot of something hot and fiery or hot and warm, and relax while George tells you about poltergeists in Moscow. Hello and welcome to Paranormal Law What podcast with me, your host, Michaela Ford. Today, I'm interviewing George Fedorovsky, who's a paranormal investigator from Moscow. He's the head of Moscow's Poltergeist Research Group, NOZP, head of the Russian Society for Anomalous Research Preservation, RSARP, and the expert consultant for the Commission on Miraculous Phenomena for the Russian Orthodox Church. Welcome to the podcast, George. Hi, hi, Michaela. Thank you. Thank you. Nice Michaela. to have you on. It's uh, it's been a long time since we've been trying to get online. It has, yes, but we finally made it. So hooray! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my first question to you is the one that I ask all my guests, which is, how did you become interested in the paranormal and investigating the paranormal in the beginning? Um. Yeah, I I've been uh, I've been always very curious, you know. Um, I've been always very curious about all kinds of things, and especially, especially you know, all kinds of mysteries and uh, some detective stories and uh, everything like this. But uh, if you look closely in uh, post-Soviet Russia, uh, it's been a huge. Uh, uh uh it's been a huge uh, popular uh, wave of all all things supernatural all things uh, paranormal uh so eventually uh, a lot of people have been uh interested in these things uh but later uh starting from the middle of 2000s uh it it became 
less and less popular. But I I stayed on this track. Uh, I I I've been I've been uh, keeping it uh, in my interests, and uh, I was reading a lot of uh, Russian literature about uh, Soviet uh, investigations of uh, all kinds of phenomena. Uh, the point is, um, there's a several, uh, several books, several uh, articles uh, about uh, Soviet research, uh, which you can find easily in uh, Moscow, in Moscow bookshop, right? Yeah. And uh, it was uh, first of all uh, my inspiration. I would say it was uh, Mister, or should I say, Doctor uh, Vinakurov. Uh, Igor, Igor, uh, Igor Vinakurov, right? So he's been um, one of the actors. Um, he was involved in many uh, Soviet uh, paranormal investigations, official investigations. Uh, they uh, all kinds of mm, people like uh, uh, some special forces, some militaries, uh, some academician scientists, which he was, uh, he was academician scientist at some point of his life. And uh, eventually, mm, I uh, I, I I really liked the style uh, of his uh, research, um, what he des described in his books. Uh, he wrote several books in Russian, uh, quite 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 big books, and uh, later uh, there've been also another uh, scientist who who've been involved in this research he he've been later um, introduced to to my knowledge um it's uh uh andrew lee uh his full name is andrew gindinovich lee so his father's name in the middle and that's the way how you pronounce Russian names um, with the Russian name. Oh, with the father's name in the middle. Okay. So he's a PhD in uh, medical science and also PhD in technical science. So he's a He's a medical doctor. That's uh, he's a medical doctor and PhD in technical sciences. And uh, back in the late eighties, 
uh, he he started uh, first citizen group um, for for uh, paranormal research. I'll I'll, I'll use a common term, but it wasn't exactly paranormal, but it it could be called that. Um, so he been studying all kinds of uh, human abilities. So they've been studying all kinds of human abilities um, in in the uh, laboratory, mm. and later they launched a main uh, scientific magazine uh, in Russian uh, in in Soviet uh, space um, about uh, parapsychology and all kinds of uh, and and this kind of research you know all the uh, weird research let's say yeah. you know like like this and uh, many uh, serious uh, soviet science uh, scientists they've been involved into this magazine mm, and they sent the articles and um later like a year later after the launch uh, soviet union collapse and uh, uh but this magazine continued to exist and it existed for whole 10 years after uh soviet uh union collapsing and uh it's uh, one of the best, uh, and it's probably the best magazine in Russian language about this uh, this kind of serious uh, attempts to research um, anomalies. Phenomena. And yeah, huh? can you tell us the name of the magazine? Yeah, uh, the name of the magazine is uh, Parapsychology and psychophysics uh so that's that's the name of the magazine and uh it used to be called parapsychology in ussr i believe this one year then it was uh, then it was uh, in ussr it was called parapsychology in ussr but later when Soviet Union collapsed. Uh, they called it just um, parapsychology and psychophysics. And um, this uh, magazine, um, it was also one of my main inspirations because uh, uh, they paid a lot of attention to psychokinesis and uh, poltergeist research. Uh, and poltergeist-like phenomena. Uh, so yeah, uh, and uh, Miss Doctor Lee, the the guy who've been uh, the main editor and uh, the 
and uh, the one who I told uh, earlier about. He uh, in in the in the start of the 1990s he started he started he launched um, let's say um, a quick response group like um, like Ghostbusters basically. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he uh, called his fellows um, scientists, um, and they've been really um, interested in poltergeist. And they started the campaign in the media, in the in the in the Russian media, in post-Soviet media, like uh, well, basically, who you gonna call, right? And uh, they have uh, been actively uh, on TV, but it wasn't like uh, you know, like a ghost hunt. Yeah. TV group. No, no. They they just been making you know uh, appearances on all kinds of shows. And they've been stating, like, if you have a ghost or poltergeist problem, or you think you have some supernatural abilities, you can call us. Here's our number. Here's our mail address. You can write us a letter if you if you need. Um, and uh, and uh, they've been receiving calls, uh, and uh, they've been trying to response for them as quickly as they can so they've been receiving calls so they, their main goal is poltergeist um and they've been trying to uh research it as 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 much as they can you know as scientifically as they can yeah. so uh they bought some equipment and uh it was very expensive in russia uh, and it was very new for Russia because in Soviet uh, times uh, there was almost no uh, CCTV uh, systems and they've been they, they bought one of the CCTV systems and they first of all they, they created them like uh they they created them they they very much look like gopros i okay. saw this system personally and it's very much like gopros so they built a metal cases for these cameras and these cameras they were very small for their time and actually they small even for our time if you compare them with the regular street cameras um and they built uh, metal cases for them. Uh, and it was, it's always very fascinating yeah. for, for me um, because it's, uh, it's uh, you know, it's post-Soviet times and it's uh, commonly known as poverty times. And 
it's actually never never left Russia. So poverty times is still um, is still it's it's still up yeah. in Russia. It's still going on the, the same thing today. But the the only thing is uh, all the electronics and all the technical things they became a million times cheaper and much more affordable. Yeah. So you can anyone can can afford this this type of things nowadays. But back in the days it was especially for Russia, it was very expensive. It was very hard to keep these things running. And they didn't have any kind of um sponsors, you know, they didn't yeah. have any kind of people who who pay them or do anything. So they still had their jobs at some uh, universities and institutes, uh, but they was um, at the same time they've been running this uh, this uh, group, and it it all was uh, called uh, Parapsychology Foundation. That's how they called it. Uh, uh, so it was Parapsychology Foundation of um um uh, in the name of uh, leonid vasiliev so leonid vasiliev is uh, one of the fathers of soviet and russian parapsychology and paranormal research uh you can google it if you want I, i'm not gonna get into it right now he also was a big uh, scientist in this field uh so, yeah what, that, so when, that, that was my that was my main that was my main um inspirations let's say um and obviously the common media from that time uh obviously the common media from that time uh like uh, all kinds of uh movies and uh, tv programs uh which we heard uh on uh in, in russia uh, yeah but the main my main um goal was trying to stay as uh, as much uh, uh uh let's say uh scientific right as much as much scientific as much non-biased you know i'm trying to stay out from the from any beliefs when i'm um at the case you know when i'm conducting any kind of research um like uh, uh the people who call me they can call it whatever they want right so they can say what it's ghosts they can say what it's demons they can say what it's aliens it's uh it's not um, it's not uh, exactly important actually for me they can call it whatever they want the main thing is if there's a phenomena or not right yeah. so is there any phenomena we can 
research and investigate and maybe pass it to some institutes or universities to investigate it uh, later. But the, this last part, <laughs> they're not really interested nowadays. We've been trying to reach many. Uh, when we found something interesting, we're trying to reach many of them. But right now, um, Russian institutes and universities, they have a main goal of um, mostly, you know, uh, simply saying money collecting, you know. So they're trying to, uh, they, they're not really interested in these kind of things, uh, which requires an actual interest uh, yeah. from them and actual um, some kinds of movements. Uh, yep. So uh, when did you first join or start your own um, paranormal investigation group? Uh, we started um, to visit all kinds of um, uh, all kinds of um, how you call it uh, abandoned houses, and uh, I've been trying to get to my uh, to get people to know at least some people out from my friends list. What we are doing these kind of things what I'm interested in paranormal. Uh, it was back in the around uh, the end of the thousands. Uh, let's say like 2008, 2009 and later um, later um, closer to 2010 we started to um, we started to show homes of people uh, who of the of the strangers right who call us so I was finding them online mostly and uh, I've been uh, um, trying to reach them um, everywhere where where I couldn't find people uh, with some paranormal problem. And uh, that's basically it. I, uh, that's how I started, but uh, I could start maybe um, earlier, but I, I thought to myself what it's, uh, what I, what first I need to learn as much as I can. So I, I uh, first I want to read as much things as I can, so I I wouldn't be uh, empty, you know, when yeah. I when I uh, visit these people, because uh, you want to be uh, you want uh, you want people to understand what they not wasting their time with you. Yeah. Uh, especially if it's people who have some problems, let's say, uh, actual uh, poltergeist-like problems. 
Yeah. And so when you do an investigation, could you just take us through just very briefly? How do you start? What have you got a plan that you follow or is each case a different um, approach? Yeah. So there's many different uh, case situations, uh, case scenarios with what exists. The main thing is um, what what I uh, what the main difference is. Um, I would say um, if it's a call from some museum or school or some you know some place where people don't live, you know some office or some library people don't spend whole day there, right? So people yeah. don't sleep there except for security. Uh, but it's, I mean, what kind of security could be, let's say, in some office um, in the, in, 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 I don't know, in some town. Uh, they They don't usually have it there's nothing to steal and uh, yeah so that's uh, the main difference because if there's a call from the home from a household if I say it right where people actually live and spend their whole days and nights it's a huge difference because uh, at at this point, at, at this case, you can, you can, you you actually have someone to ask about phenomena, uh, and usually, if they call us to school or to some library or to some museum, there's they trying to call us, they trying to make so when we visit this place. There's nobody else besides us. Mm -hmm. They they don't want people to know what the place is haunted or what there's some weird people going around with some strange equipment with no explanation why. Right. And um it's if 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 uh if we're lucky enough uh we can actually uh spend some time with uh witnesses at, at these places right so they tell us like this guy he doesn't work here anymore but you can try to reach him you can try to call him and it was uh many times when we've been doing something like this uh when people told us like well it doesn't work here here's his uh number if you're lucky uh maybe you will uh maybe he will answer so sometimes it is sometimes it's uh it's uh it, it's good sometimes uh it's not uh very very good but um either way um uh, we're trying um 
we're trying to see um, how um, when was the last time uh, people uh, had faced something paranormal in this kind of place. You know, if we're talking about a uh, place uh, like a museum uh, and we see that example what there's no uh, paranormal activity for, let's say, 10 years or something like this. And if, if it is so, if it is like this, well, it mostly means what um, we're not gonna we, we're not gonna spend a lot of time there. It it means usually what we're not gonna try to uh, do much because I don't see uh, it um, well. As I said earlier, uh, maybe I, I I was not clear enough, uh, but it's not. Uh, it's not ghost hunt what interests me, right? So it's not, we, we don't use uh, electronic voice phenomena. We don't use uh, this, this, this type of methods in our investigations. Uh, and what we do use, we mostly use, uh, so our main uh, goal is, uh, to get as much information from witness. And we're trying to uh, have as much uh, data collected from this place. Mm, maybe, maybe it's uh, similar with it, uh, that just regular ghost hunting, but we're trying to be very strict about it so we try to record everything what we have on our equipment we're trying to uh, make a report on every case uh, we're trying to write it down write everything down in in text so we have like these huge articles eventually what came came out from our investigations and um we're trying to see as many of uh, mm, we're trying to create as much of uh, connections with previous parapsychology research like the research researches of psychokinesis researches of all kinds of visual phenomena you know what you can call ghosts at example because there's like a million versions of of the things what people can see what at least what they say they can see right so that's basically it and uh, as i said we're trying to stay mm, you know very rational so there's uh, things there's a there's a common you know, like um, phrase, uh, I, I don't remember how it's called uh, exactly, but in psychiatry, in Russian psychiatry, they say uh, don't produce uh, 
uh, any any entities <laughs> what you don't need, right? So don't don't make more of these uh, characters, right? So if a, if a patient says like, I see someone, don't try to make him see something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let, let, let's try to make him uh, maybe think about what, what he saw or maybe let's try to make him uh, uh, maybe uh, maybe he will be uh, more sure in what he saw if we're gonna discuss it properly yeah so mm -hmm. what, what's your main sort of equipment what what are the main things that you use on your investigations yeah we use um we use a uh, we use a lot of um we use a lot of electromagnetic uh meters we use a lot of all, all different electromagnetic uh, measurements uh, equipment. Uh, it's uh, mostly German and Russian equipment what we use. So I can state the names of this equipment. Uh, or the companies like uh, we use uh, uh, I don't know if I pronounce it correctly it's uh, gigagirls solutions it's a uh, very um, it's for you know for electromagnetic uh, smog you know like electromagnetic uh, um uh, I don't remember the term exactly, but it's uh they have a professional equipment and uh equipment uh for just for simple home use. So uh we bought uh equipment uh, for professional uh, use usement and uh, it uh, it involved in almost all our investigations what we have public online and we use uh, another german company it's uh, uh, narda N-A-R-D-A, uh, Narda, uh, or Nerda, I, I don't know how to pronounce it, but yeah, we use also this. Mm, they have uh, similar kind of equipment, but more, uh, it's mostly for, uh, you know, for usement in, in technical needs, you know, yeah. mm, at some kind of mm, 
at some kind of maybe stations or, or some things like this. So, and we have different Russian equipment. I, I think it's not needed to be uh, mentioned because it would be hard to explain and to translate, but it's all written in our reports. So it's not yeah. a secret. So it's you, not it's you, not a secret it's just uh, it just would be hard to translate it right now yeah so you you measure lots of things electromagnetic frequency microwave yeah. frequency yeah and also and also infrared yeah. all those sorts yeah. of yeah areas. and yeah. also and also uh, radiation obviously and as you as you stated it's infrasound as well we, uh, for both of these needs, we use Russian equipment, uh, and we're trying to um, we're trying to use uh, uh, iron counter. Uh, we're trying to use uh, other things, uh, more experimental things, like um, uh, random. Uh, numbers generators, but uh, we have them. Um, it's it's uh, built by our fellows. It's this equipment. Some of the equipment is built by our fellows, so it's not always very um, very uh, correct at some points. So. Uh, not everything. It's not like everything what we think is needed to be in the report, because some things just didn't work out. Uh, you know, like you bring it into investigation, and at example, it just doesn't show anything. So we have things what happens like this, but it's regular common things. Uh, what can happen in any kind of field when you're doing all sorts of measurements so we're trying different uh, methods but mostly it's uh, it's technical methods but uh, even though we did catch some uh, weird uh, some weird uh, results on our equipment in some at some places um it's hard to say what 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 is it exactly what what is it exactly you know like what does it mean so we catch some um some kind of result some unregular anomaly result uh, on let's say electromagnetic uh field uh and we're trying to figure out why it happened. We're trying to figure out uh, what exactly happened. And it's mostly, it's not exactly what I do. Uh, I mostly collect data, right? So I'm, I'm doing these measurements. I'm, uh, I, I'm, uh, it's my equipment, right? And the collected data i'm trying to make uh people who have uh 
who 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 deal with this kind of data regularly uh that some kind of professional people i i pass it on to them so so that's it i uh, i pass it on to them and uh most of the times if we have some kind of anomaly in this data mm, it's very hard to say what exactly it was it depends a lot on the place where this data was collected but i would say mm, what many times um i think since we work in in uh, places where's you know like a lot of buildings a lot of people live around um I think because of that, in most of the cases, it could be anything, right? It, it, and probably it's something from the people outside. But eventually, some of the results maybe does have mm, some, mm, let's say, unexplained. Uh, unexplained uh, character you know yeah. unexplained uh, nature mm, so but yeah mm -hmm. one of one of the cases that you've um, written reports about which um, I'll be able to direct my listeners to afterwards is a case a poltergeist case called the small town Narnia case um, yeah. would you like to tell us a bit about that case yeah i would be glad to it was um 2013 um and uh, uh me and uh two of my colleagues uh we earlier we received uh, a message from a woman uh, who say what she have some kind of uh, poltergeist and some kind of ghost at her place where she lives with uh, two children and her husband uh, so the children is uh, 14 and two years old uh and the main thing what i think is uh, needs to be stated is what for several months she, the, the child uh of 2 year old uh started to see and say to her parents what she sees some um some person in uh, the house in this apartments it's a small uh very small two room two rooms apartment uh it's uh, located near moscow in a small uh, well relatively small town of uh, sholkova um it's not really matters 
uh, at this point because well um it's not <laughs> it's not uh it's not relevant can, can, yeah it's not relevant yeah <laughs> but i'm just saying it um uh, and the the thing is uh they've been saying they not they uh this uh this uh child she was uh seeing this uh uh ghost let's say this person and no one else uh, saw it um and uh they uh, also they heard all kinds of noises in this apartment um uh, all of them uh and these kind of things like not exactly very nothing aggressive or nothing very uh very big uh but they 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 did had some things you know like someone was uh uh knocking on the door you know they winging on the door uh they they've been ring uh they uh how you say it mm. then ring you ring the doorbell. On the... yeah 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 the doorbell uh, someone been using the doorbell a lot and there was nobody then then they came to there and uh they had some medical problems mm. uh, you know what they what what this family they they've been connecting these medical problems with um with this uh, uh phenomenon what was going on there uh but eventually uh this all it all this stopped um after our visit um and uh it wasn't like very active uh, even before our our visit it wasn't like very very active it's just you know like little little haunting you know that that could be called it like this mm, but um what interesting thing is uh when we came to this place and that's just my opinion what's interesting in this case you know maybe maybe my colleagues think what interesting thing is something else mm, but what it, what's interesting for me what it was uh when we came to this place um this um well we are conducting our regular investigation we talking with people we we turning on our equipment um and planning to do the measurements in this apartment and um at in the middle somewhere at the middle of this uh, research uh this uh child uh this uh two-year-old uh girl she there's uh there's a low hanging uh book uh shelf yeah. in this uh they had this uh, low hanging bookshelf what a child could wish what even a child could wish it it wasn't it wasn't for a child it just 
coincidence what it happened yeah. what they had this shelf and this shelf it was uh, it was um, it was uh, like se several shelves like yeah. uh, like the lowest one at this point and another one up and up and up and um, this child she came to this um to this uh shelf and she shows it she shows that her finger on one specific book right she she shows it she shows it to us and uh the guys who i've been did um they they didn't pay the attention because they've been uh busy with some other things but i noticed it and i came to this girl and i took out the book what she showed us and at this point uh, my colleagues uh they noticed what i'm doing something and they saw it how i took out this book i opened it up and this book is uh in the middle of the book is a photograph uh photo photo card right that's what it's called uh photo card that's how we call it right or yeah, or photograph. It? yeah yeah photograph uh a picture not like printed in the book like uh uh just like a uh you understand, right? Like a, fam this. a family photo, yeah. Like a family uh, photo, yeah. yeah. Yeah, And they have this photo of this guy, uh, some guy, and I show it to the uh, to her parents. This this parents they came to me. Uh, they saw what we all there. Uh, they came to us and uh, they say, "Where do you have this photo?" Because it's our dead, uh, dead uncle, uh, dead uh, uncle. I uh, he's he's kind he's some kind of relative, yeah. uh, and uh, they say they never had his photo, and it's impos impossible for them to have it. Gosh, uh, yeah, that that was the that was the interesting thing to me. Uh, they say what it's they what they don't understand how could this picture end up in this book especially how could um how could they even have this picture because this guy he's a uh, far related you know like he's not really into their family he's not really talking that they part of family and um he's basically just a guy for them um they don't have any connections um uh, in the in the last years but he died that that's what they knew uh about him what he died uh not uh not far uh not 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 far uh enough not not lot not not long time and enough uh, he died recently basically and that's uh that's the interesting thing and um, what I need to under explain, because uh, 
that's always um, that this uh, uh, for Western uh, viewers, poltergeists and ghosts. Uh, I believe it's mostly connected this uh, with uh, all kinds of hoaxes and uh, forgery and all these kind of cases. People always see it as opportunity to uh, commercialize on it. You know to yeah. make something out of, the, of it, to make some kind of brand of it. But it's not the case in Russia. It's not the case in post-Soviet countries. It's uh, dangerous to, uh, to, to say what you have ghosts or poltergeists at your house, because um, uh, first of all, uh, no one gonna give you money for this. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like if TV companies, uh, I will need, I need to make it clear, and you need to understand it, uh, very clear. In ninety nine percent of uh, TV industry in Russia, you are not, you are not get paid. So all these people who you see, like um, guest experts on Russian shows, or just some random people on Russian shows, on Russian talk shows. In most of the cases, they're not paid. Okay. In most of the cases, they're not paid. And they still, they basically, they use them. Because for people in Russia, TV is something almost sacral. <laughs> you know, it's uh, ridiculous, but, well, sadly, it is people uh believe what what they hear or what they hear on, on tv and people really uh think what tv matters especially people um who you know uh, who don't have um who don't have much of um uh, much um, internet connections, let, let's say like this, right? Who yeah. don't really use uh, internet a lot because um, internet uh, uh, at some places in Russia could be hard uh, to achieve. But um, usually people just prefer TV because uh, even, even, they, even when they have uh, options, even when they have chose, uh, even if they can choose between TV and the internet, uh, sometimes they choose TV because it's just very simple. You just yeah. press the button, you watch it, and you go to sleep, and the next day you go to work. That's it. So that's your day. Uh, and many people live like this. And uh, for many people, as I said, TV is very important in their life. And the paradoxal thing, well, I just stated all this and they thought to myself, so, well, if it's so important for them, why are they not paying? Uh, why why they treat uh, people who they take on TV, why these producers and TV people, why they uh, treat uh, their guests the way they treat them, you know? Uh, I, I, I think they just don't respect... Uh, they just don't have any respect for 
for for the people they worked with. That that would be my explanation. Mm. Uh, they just treat them uh, like uh, you know. They just use them as decor as decorations for their uh, TV programs. If you if you uh, watch these TV programs, if you watch them in Russian uh, language, you can see what people. Uh, the, the story doesn't really need it, you know, like in this kind of shows. In in let's say in talk shows, talk shows are very popular in Russia still. So uh, and you don't need stories. You need people to be uh, very loud about this story so they take that example they take some problem some common problem maybe they have some problem with uh, you know like maybe it's a family which being in divorce you know in in the process of divorce so that's that's what i'm trying to say you uh, it's a very small uh, money it's small even for uh this kind of people who we have uh, dealing in that in that uh, these Portuguese families because these uh, families who deal with um, this kind of things in Russia, uh, these Portuguese families in Russia, these people who face uh, all kinds of paranormal problems in Russia and in post-Soviet countries as well, it's mostly. Um, it's mostly uh, uh, problematic families, very problematic families. So they already have problems besides this um, paranormal activity. Um, it's like the least of the problem usually. Yeah. But um, in this family, what I've been talking about in um, in the family of this small town Narnia, as we call it, uh, because of the things what was going on in the closet, because the sounds was coming out of the closet. Um, in this family, this fa this family was fine. They were poor, but they didn't have any problems of social character. You know, like they they wasn't fighting, they wasn't. Uh, drinking mm -hmm. they was just fine family they were living very uh, peacefully they was having uh, good relations with uh, everybody uh, in the car in the um, in the building yeah. uh, which they've been they they've been completely regular russian family they wasn't like extremely uh, poor they was just you know like regular russian poor so they can allow themselves everything what they need they just can't afford something more you know yeah. like um they can't allow themselves to have like two cars that example yeah. that's um it's um might be a very primitive uh, thing about uh for a western viewer uh for a western person but uh for russia it's uh a big thing, you know, like even uh, this whole uh, thing with cars, you know, like even uh, it's very, uh, it's not, uh, uh, it, it's something, how you say, it's it's not like something extremely expensive, you know, it depends on the on the car, 
but um, it's not something everybody can afford. Yeah, it's not something everybody can afford. And uh, I know people who live in uh, very. Uh, for me, it's far. For me, it's uh, far from the. Uh, it's hard to obtain. You know, like for me, it's hard to reach this place. But they still live without without car. You know, uh, because if I was on the place, I would uh, try my everything, try my best to uh, to have car because it's impossible to live there uh, like this. But they still do. Um, they still do because well, um, they just uh, they just been living like this whole life, and why uh, they they don't want to change anything. Yeah. And uh, they find this uh, waiting, uh, they pass in the winter. Uh, so if it's fine with them, well, uh, I'm not gonna argue. So it's it's their life. So I'm just uh, I'm just uh, you know uh, stating my opinion. Yeah. Uh, on these kind of problems, but it's it's all very primitive things yeah. uh, so, what i can see well i've been i've been traveling quite a lot for a russian person yeah and so, um people people not really people don't really live like this um, at uh, out from post-soviet space uh because in post-soviet space it's very specific situation so you can have you know like people could have um, iphones and some uh, modern tv but at the same time you know they don't have a car they don't have a normal house um, they just um, at many points i believe they choose you know like they choose to live um this way we had families uh who call us um and uh, they live in terrible conditions but they prefer to buy some new uh things you know they prefer to buy some uh new things instead of um instead of uh, making their conditions better uh but i believe it's this kind of problem you know i i, I believe it would be common i i believe it would be more common it's more of a head problem you know like mental health problem yeah, yeah. so but in russia it's just more popular problem yeah so the little girl did she recognize the man in the photograph uh that's an interesting question because um i i don't exactly remember if she recognized him um i just uh i just think what uh if i remember it right she was um she was seeing not exactly a person she was seeing an image, you know, like um, 
she was seeing like a black uh, uh, cloud shaped like a person. Maybe yeah. you could call it like, like a this. Shadow. Yeah. Like a shadow. Yeah, closely, but it's not shadow in literal sense because we're going to get back to them uh, later to shadows. But um, but she saw this uh, uh, this uh, figure, let's say, yeah. this figure uh, uh, in the apartment without any kind of uh, facial um, um, structure or features. Yeah. features. Features. Yeah. No details. And did you get any um, interesting readings on your equipment? Mm, we had some interesting things in where, um, but uh, I think what the most interesting thing from our research, it was um, several things what came from there. First of all, it's obviously a picture what we found in a book but the second thing um after investigation my friend he he was working as a journalist at that at, at that days my colleague um, who've been with me there and um he later took out his uh, his um, camera, which uh, which um, was uh, given to him by uh, by his magazine, which he was working at at the time. It was just some regular magazine no uh, not related to any kind of phenomenon and uh, he saw what uh, the lens on the on this camera has uh, uh, cracked right in between like on two equal parts, like right, uh, right in the middle, oh. uh, and no, no, uh, there was no explanation for that because he didn't hit this camera, he didn't throw it, he didn't done anything with it for this kind of result uh that was one of them things and uh other thing what i found interesting in this case is um uh, is uh zener cars result uh we run a tests all kinds of tests uh with people who call us 
and uh, that, pe that people who um, we eventually visit, we run uh, all kinds of tests. Uh, we're trying to find if they have any kinds of um, uh, abilities. Yeah. And this guy who was working at factory, at local factory, yeah, he was uh, just, you know, a guy. He was husband to this woman who's a mother to a girl who sees this. And uh, we run it as an interest with all of the family uh, who is able to to take the test, you know, um, beside the girl, the little girl. So eventually this fellow, he gave a very uh, high result on uh, Zeno cards. Uh, and does that read um, kind of psychokinesis, like PK abilities? Uh, it can be, it can be explained like this also. You can say about, uh, if you want to think like this, well, um, you can, but we not really, we not really can, uh, we're not really doing it, you know, like we're not uh, tying um, this uh, result to, to things what was happening there. Okay. In, in in this exact case, I I'm not really tying these results to this exact case or to this uh, exact phenomena what they observe there. Uh, I just think what it's it was another interesting result, you know, like we came to this uh, not exactly random family. It's not random family, right? So we not it's not like we knock on the first door what we found. Yeah. Uh, but it is um, it is uh, a guy who never had anything like this before in his life, and yeah. he never been interested um, in some kind of uh, practice, you know, like some kind of um, uh, special abilities. I need to state what he, we discussed with him, his results, and we discussed with him, his wife, and what he told us, what at some point in his life, he was reading uh, some uh, esoteric, esoteric literature, but it's not, I don't think what it's, the point what should yeah. be made out of this i just think what it's um i, ju I just think it as uh mm, it was first of all it it's one time uh it's one time session you know like it wasn't like a regular sessions what we've been running with him after it was uh just one time uh we came we show we 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 uh doing our research 
And at the end of the day, we conducted this Zen across. And uh, it's just, you know, like uh, one of these things what we was able to take uh, with us uh, from this uh, from this exact field, yeah. you know, what from this exact uh, day uh, of investigations from this exact case. That's what I've been saying. We are, we are collecting data uh, from all these cases. We are stating this data as much as we can in our reports. And later, if some uh, people who think what they can give some explanation or who can give some ties to somewhere, uh, they can eventually take this data uh, with, our, with, with our consent, obviously and they can basically do with it anything what they want you know yeah. like if they want to try to count it if they want to try to make something out of there it's they write so they they can do it uh i uh, we're gonna be happy if yeah. uh, if it's going on because that's why we was doing it because we can always give all kinds of explanations we can uh, give all kinds of um, ties to anything. We yeah. can say what it's this or it's this, this or, or this, but we are enthusiasts. We're doing it on our own and we don't have to do it like everybody else. First of all, yeah. we don't have to give uh, any explanations. To, to what um, we collect. We, we collect this data, we say what kind of methods we use to collect it, right? So we're doing it, uh, we're trying to be as reasonable, as scientific as we can. And um, we publish this data on uh, a website we publish this data on the website of our friends. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's how we, how, that's how we're doing it. And yeah. sometimes, sometimes we can discuss uh, these cases with uh, our colleagues. We can discuss these cases with our, um, some friends, with some, um, with uh, some journalists, uh, with some media we do it uh, just to pay attention uh what there's such phenomena yeah. and we and and uh you can actually uh if you're gonna make a research maybe you uh would be able to receive the same or even better results when we you know, so we're trying, um, I see one of the goals of the thing what I'm doing to uh, make more people do as as more scientific research as they can. Yeah. And as more reasonable and rational research as they can. So not trying to call it ghosts, 
not trying to call it demons or not trying to call it anything else. And it's not because it's bad or good, but because it's biased, you know, like if you're gonna call it a ghost, you're gonna receive, you're gonna, uh, well, it's gonna act like a ghost, you know? Yeah. If you call it a demon, it's gonna act like a demon. And uh, I think it depends on the people who witness these things. I think it's uh, these phenomena. Somehow they uh, does have um, some. Somehow they does have. Um, they influence the phenomena somehow. Yeah. Yeah, they, they have influence. Uh, they, they do have influence. And I, I would say phenomena and people, witnesses, they have influence on each other. Yeah. Maybe maybe like this, you know, like it's not like one is more uh, dominate and another more uh, submissive, let's say. It's uh, more of a each other thing yeah so they influence each other yeah that's what i'm that's uh that's just one of the thoughts you know like it's not exactly the 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 holy uh true you know like the what everybody needs to believe in no no not at all it's just one of my opinions what I have on this case or on these things or on these uh, phenomena because all phenomena are di all, all incidents all cases are different and at sometimes these phenomena could could uh, could be very strict you know like it could be plain only as a ghost you know it sometimes and uh, yeah or at sometimes it could plain us only as something different or it could be like only psychokinesis you know like strictly connected to this person to this person's emotions and everything else to this person's state you know like how it feels how he or her feels that's that's uh that's it